This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy Tuesday. It's the happy hour. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sanders and Enrique Alvarez. Clary with you. What's up, Rico? Hello. How's it going? Uh, it was going better, and then you ruined my day. It's fine. As always, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sutter Heyman text line, both those open for you guys. Corey and Lincoln, congratulations. The Cubs lost last night. Yeah! So your, your over is not going to hit. Yes! The Cubs lost their second game in their last 14 games to the Reds, 3-0. to zero. Thank goodness for the Reds. I told you. I told the you. The Reds came through just for Rico. It's a nice job. I hope they um, sweep them. I now at this point, like the seventy four and a half that I had was in, is in still in play, but not the seventy five and a half that Corey and Lincoln had. Shout on out some of the bigger sites, Corey so. and Lincoln. Shout out, good bet, Corey. Nice we job, did it, Corey. Corey. We did it. Nice job, Corey. So um, he sends in a picture of the L flag instead of the W flag. So wave the L, wave the L. All right, the Cubs. That's right. They 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 got some momentum going into the off season. They'll be just fine. Gonna, they they say they want to spend money. They said they want to spend money. Aaron in, Judge uh, might end up being a free agent. Should the Cubs sign Andrew Aaron, Andrew Andrew Aaron, Judge? Aaron Judge? They could try. Chicago is uh, appealing. Is it more the appealing north side. than New York? Well, probably not, but you know. And our pitch our pitch to Aaron Judge could be Hey, if you join us, we will win a World Series again. And you could bring the second World Series to Chicago in the last seven years. Or, better idea, uh, if they don't win the World Series this year, you can resign and exactly. be 28. Hey, I don't know. It's, I, I'm curious to see what his contract is going to look like. Well, if they would have done it earlier, it wouldn't have been as big. Have you? <laughs> that's true. Have you seen all the videos on Twitter of the cut-ins between? Yeah, like, it's hilarious. They're like the kick six, but Aaron Judge is a six and and they like show him or they, the the field goal is kicked by Auburn and Auburn Alabama. It, or Alabama excuse me Auburn catches it in the end zone and then it cuts to Aaron Judge getting walked yep and then they cut back to Auburn Alabama and it's Nick Nick Saban who's walking across the field and it says Auburn touchdown <laughs> I love those so much there was one I, I can't remember what it was but do there was they one really, yesterday that really do they got cut me. in like that or do they make it split screen. Because I haven't watched any... I, I would assume they cut in. I haven't watched any of the ESPN broadcasts where... Well, I just haven't watched any. You should have been watching Big Ten or... I was going to say, you should have been FS1. watching You should have been watching the Northwestern-Penn State game last Saturday. That been. riveting matchup because yeah. they would have cut in and we would have found out. I so if anybody did watch it... I of Oklahoma because they were playing on FS1 and they are saying they really... When they were playing TCU, they're like, they really wish they were on ESPN so they could, <laughs> so they could cut into it. <laughs> Yeah, we're not. No, nothing's happening here. Nothing's happening here. Nothing to see um, here. Yeah, we are not getting. We are not getting um, blown out by the Horn Frogs on the road. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. The Honda Lincoln Hotline. The Starter Heyman text line. Both those once again open for you, as well as the Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Okay, so it says 
Okay, so Corey helps us out. Says I've seen it where they do the split screen, but the audio switches over to the baseball call specifically. Mm-hmm. So, um, Brian T asks, why would Judge want to leave the Yanks? Who wouldn't want to keep those outfield fences when they are only like 150 feet away? <sighs> I don't know. Brian, Brian T, you ask a valid question. Whatever. Maybe he should just go play in Williamsport. You're just mad. About uh, what? You're just mad. I'm not mad at all. You're just mad. I'm not mad at all. He hits most of his homers closer to center field anyways, so. I'm not mad. Which like, the Cubs were not going to be good which this is, year. Which so. is very deep. Very, very deep part of the field. The, this offseason is intriguing for a, a multitude of reasons. I, I'm curious to see kind of what the Cardinals do, although I, I'm not necessarily a Cardinals fan. Near, curious to see what they do. Did you um, see the three of them walking I off? did. That was sweet. That was an emotional That was, that was awesome with Yachty and, and I don't like and the cards, and I didn't think I'd be emotional, but that was an emotional moment. Yeah, it's cool. It's really cool for baseball. Um, but I'm curious to see, like, it, it's going to have a different look with, with somebody other than Yachty behind the dish. So... Cardinals is going to be interesting during the offseason, um, especially with how active they were at the, the trade deadline. They got Montgomery. They dealt Bader to the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. For some reason. And then, he was injured. He was, but still, like in the long term, maybe they, maybe they needed starting pitching. I, obviously, they must have felt like they did. But no, I, the Cubs are interesting. The Yankees are always interesting. We'll see who the Dodgers pick up because the Dodgers are never like just – Sleeping. That's true. See if so. the Red Sox do anything. Red Sox are weird because they have a guy like J.D. Martinez. I, I want to say Xander is in a contract year, Xander Bogarts. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Xander Bogarts. I'm, I like. I could look up here. Guys that are in expiring deal. You guys know why in, he wears the number two? Why? Derek Jeter. That is right. I do. I do. I did know that. Um, guys, MLB guys. Expiring contracts. With expiring contracts. OG Les Lancaster says, uh, I bet Judge goes short-term, four years, $250 million. He also says, I will cry when the Cardinals sign Wilson Contreras. The Cardinals will not sign. I also don't think Judge goes short-term. He wants a long-term deal. That's That was the hang-up. Yeah, you kind of need to. That was the hang-up with the Steinbrenner family because they didn't want to give him a long-term. I think he wanted somewhere in the neighborhood of like eight years or something like that. Yeah. Somebody asked, why is Major League Baseball cutting away from coverage to see Judge hit the seventh most home runs, but when Pujols was coming up on 700 career, no cutaway? That makes a very good point. That is a great now, question. Now, like, as bad as it is to say, the Cardinals aren't the Yankees. Like, there's just something about the Yankees and Judge doing it in a Yankees uniform and I mean, they were, stripes. That, did that's why. He did it in L.A. Yeah. I, I don't know. I actually never even thought about that. That's Neither a great I. question. That's a great question. But um, we will get to football talk here in a moment. But, okay, so some of the next free agents for baseball. Obviously, Wilson Contreras, Gary Sanchez, Jose Abreu, Josh Bell, Hosmer will opt out of Washington, I'm sure. Um, Anthony Rizzo has a player option. Um, He'll stay. Probably. Rugnet Odor, Gene Segura, Colton Wong, Brandon Jury, Justin Turner. Big fan of Colton Wong. I That's where the Cubs messed up two years ago. Was they decided to pass? He he wanted to sign a club friendly. It was a very club friendly deal. Two years, sixteen million dollars, as a free agent with the Cubs, mm-hmm. and they decided not to. They said that was too much money to spend on Colton Wong. And I thought yes. eight million dollars a year for Colton Wong is too much. That. Get out of here, um, Ben Intendi, Michael Brantley. Oh, there's good. There's a good outfield. Ben Intendi, um, Brantley, Dickerson, Adam Duvall, Joey Gallo, Kevin Kiermeyer. Will Myers, Brandon Nimmo, Jack Peterson, Tommy Pham, Jorge Soler, wow. obviously Aaron Judge. 
Nelson Cruz, J.D. Martinez, Andrew McCutcheon. Mm. Holy smokes. This is a good free agent This is class. a good little free agent class here. Um, a lot of good starting pitchers available. Jacob DeGrom, Nathan Avaldi, Sonny Gray, oh, Zach Granke. going to be a free agent? Oh, Clayton Kershaw, Corey Kluber, Sean Mania. Kershaw stays in L.A., team-friendly. Probably. probably Jose, like, Jose, probably Jose like Quintana, Carlos Rodon. How much do you think DeGrom demands? I don't know. It's going to be so much money. Jameson Tyone. That's going to be interesting. The Tyone one's going to be interesting because that's a guy that, as Chris Collinsworth says, this is a guy. This is a guy that he was a very highly touted rookie, or or I should say, like new guy in the league. Mm-hmm. And I think if I want to remember correctly, he was on the Pirates for a while, so that kind of hurt his his career a little bit. So I'm curious to see what his. I believe this should be his second contract. So we'll see what his second contract. Verlander's also up. Michael Waka. Taiwan Walker. Mm, Michael Walker was a beast. Some of the okay, last but certainly not least, some of the relievers: Aroldis Chapman, Zach Britton. Britton's been injured, so I wonder how I've much his value goes down. From Britain. Um, Edwin Diaz. Yeah, that's a wild story as well. Michael Fulmer, the former Tiger, Kenley Jansen, who's now in Atlanta. Tommy Conley, Ian Kennedy, Craig Kimbrell, Corey Kniebel, Jose Leclerc. Seth Lugo, Trevor May, Adam Adovino, Taylor Rogers. Trevor May has a streaming platform he can fall back on. That is true, because I, I started watching Trevor May during COVID. Mm-hmm. I watched Trevor May and Blake Snell. Blake Snell always plays uh, MLB The Show. He he dabbled in Call of Duty. Trevor May, a lot of MLB The Show. More Call of Duty and Fortnite. He used to play with uh, Tim the Tapman and Ninja, ah. Dr. Lupo and them. Gotcha. All right, so it's time to get to... Is it funny that that's where I first knew him? Yeah, that's was weird. streaming, and then I realized he was a, a professional baseball pitcher, and I was like, oh, cool. That's weird. Um, okay, so Rico, I think what we're going to do, we might leave the sweet things from by Marcy for you and Nate in the final segment, if that's okay. Oh, yeah, because you have to leave. I got to leave. So, if that's all right with you, we might do sweet I mean, things. I'm, I'm going to yeah, eat you're, it Yeah, you're going to be able to eat it regardless. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into some of this football stuff, because I want to I make sure we have enough time for you and I to talk about Mark Whipple, and then also... I don't know if you guys ever watched the Joel Klatt show. He has this like podcast thing. They're very short clips on YouTube where it's just Joel Klatt diving into football. I love which Joel is, Klatt. Which is awesome. Joel Klatt's one of my favorite announcers, if not the favorite um, favorite announcer. Tater says Nick brushed video game talk away real quick. He really did. It's fine. Because we can go down a rabbit hole because I started playing NCAA 14 again, Rico. Yeah, you did. And I need to be careful. <laughs> where you at? I'm the offensive coordinator at Texas. You hear that, everyone? Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. I'm the offense coordinator at Texas. 
I'm the OC at UTSA. There you go. So I'm started hoping, small. I'm, it's my I'm first hoping, year. I'm hoping to get a new. I'm hoping to get a head coaching job this next cycle. Saying it's my first the, year. We have the best offense in the country. Our running back is up for the Heisman. He's currently leading the nation in rushing yards. That's great. Um. Anyway, he had like 250 <laughs> yards in his last game, like five touchdowns. I keep setting records every time because you know not, every single time. Not a not a long established school, so not mm. a lot of big records. So yeah, the, so the the record for rushing touchdowns in the game was two. I broke it in the first game. I had three. Perfect. Um, okay. Really good. So that's that's enough video game. We got we got to move on, Rico. I'm going to be an OC at a bigger school <laughs> than UTSA. Yeah. You could probably get that head coaching job at like a. Ball I don't want. No, I don't want a head coaching job yet. I want an OC. Okay. At a, you want, at you a want big, to work your way I want up. To work my way okay. up. I, I need I need two, three, four years of OC experience before I get the head. Here's coaching the thing. Job. I forgot how fun the recruiting was on that game. I hate it. You hate the recruiting. I hate it. I love the recruiting Despise part. Despise. And I can't wait for the new one where there's the transfer portal. I don't know. There, I'm, so I'm they, gonna go. I'm gonna go Lincoln Riley on everybody. Dude, I'm going straight transfer portal. I'm building a team straight transfers. I don't. I'm not recruiting a single freshman. Not a single. Freshman. Not a single freshman. Everybody's gonna have some type of experience. You know, it would be awesome though. There's no way they're gonna be able to do this if the recruiting aspect stuff of it had real names, real high schoolers. Mm, I'm sure you could. You, you could edit them and stuff. Probably download. There's going something. to be somebody that goes through yeah. and does it. Hey. I'm all for it. That is a lot of That's work. That's a lot of work. Oh, sh- shout out to On3. <laughs> yeah, yeah, On3 with the, uh, the, think, the oh, NIL, you know the NIL thing. You know what? When this game comes out, I'm going to talk to Simple, and I'm going to have Simple talk to his people. I'm going to see if I can get me a job. <laughs> you need a job? Da- putting oh, putting, just putting, putting high schoolers in for recruiting. Pro- sponsored by On3. Yeah, sponsored by On3. There you go. We have people. I know people. All right. So, <laughs> Nebraska. Mark Whipple talked today. There was a funny quote that kind of came out of it. Um, but let's let's first do this one. And it's Nebraska's need to score touchdowns. Uh, because, obviously, Nebraska's defense isn't – although they had a, de- a good performance on Saturday, don't know if you're really ready to rely on these guys to win you a football game or even keep you in a football game. So, Nebraska's offense – needs to score points. They need to score a lot of points. Here's something that Mark Whipple had to say today. For this offense, it frustrated me. and Because and, uh, there's been, I think, four games we've taken the ball and scored the first drive. And then they just act like, well, yeah, okay, you know. I'm like, we, we don't, nothing against our defense. We don't, we don't have this 86 Bears defense, okay? Your job is to score touchdowns. And they just like, you just, you know, you go three plays or whatever, we go 70 yards, and then you just start making mistakes. So, and um, um, my, my frustration a little bit was taken out on Casey, but he knows that I love him, you know, and, and that, that part. And I think it's, you can't do that with everybody, but he handled it really well, and he responded. You know, he, he responded, and uh, the, t- the team responded in the second half. But that's my, my expectations just seem at times to be higher than, than, than our guys that are playing, and that's frustrating. So that last part made it interesting to me, kind of stuck out a little bit. My expectation might be higher than some of the guys playing, so that's frustrating. Um, I don't think that's the case with like guys like Casey Thompson, Anthony Grant, Trey Palmer. Well, I feel like as a coach, your expectations are going to be to score every single that's time. That's a good point. And as a player, sometimes it's it's 
you know, maybe we don't score on this, but we we had a really good drive, and we, yeah. you know, maybe we set up something for later. Maybe I'm maybe I've got this backwards, and it's the players that should be thinking you're going to score every time. And as a coach, you're thinking, you know, we're setting things up for later. Or it on should down be in field. sync, like you so, guys should or, be on or, the same. I mean, that would be better if that you are in sync. But it's the best case. But scenario. at the but at the same time, I mean, sometimes you're not going to be on the same page, and and maybe one person wants to, maybe one mm-hmm. person is expecting, you know, every time we touch the ball, we need to score. Whereas on the other side, it's okay, maybe we didn't score here. But we did a really good job with this. We can build on this and, and, and whatever, what have you. So I I understand it. It's not not terribly surprising to hear that he has extremely high expectations for, for his offense, especially coming from what he well, did last year. It, once again, like we're going to speak to the parallels because we can hear them on a daily basis. I mean, how much does Whipple sound and, and his message that he's preaching to the guys every day sound like the same message that Mickey Joseph wants to be preaching to the guys every single day? about expectations, about um, coming to work every day and getting ready to, to play a game, whether it's Friday or Saturday, which I will mention, like Nebraska's opportunity, we're sitting here once again in week five, right? No, excuse me, week six, or yeah, week five six. of the college football season, game six of, of Nebraska's season. And you're sitting here with another opportunity to where you're playing on a uncharacteristic day, Right. It's, it can be kind of the same conversation as a week zero game. It can be the same conversation as a across the pond game, where all a lot of eyes are going to be on you. Mm-hmm. Like you're on Fox Sports one or Fox Sports one, I believe this I believe Friday. This one, yes. And you have an opportunity on a Friday night when no other Big Ten game is going on. You are the first game of the night. There's a game following you at six thirty, and then two games at nine thirty. But you are the first game Friday night. No, no game is on. Or excuse me, no Big Ten. Is there a Big Ten game? Other, another uh, Big Ten game? No, I don't think there's another power conference game that night. They're all group of fives, although Houston and Memphis, who well, Houston's going to be yeah. at Big 12 next year. So, so uh, like here's the thing. It's the, the main point still stands. There's going to be a lot of eyes on you. You're going to have a great opportunity here to um, really showcase what kind of team you are because think about all the games that you've played in front of a national audience in, in terms of when nobody else is playing. And it's been 2021, week zero against Illinois, you lost. 2022, week zero against Northwestern in Ireland, a double whammy there, and you lost. Like, you've been... Big noon against Oklahoma both years. Big noon against Oklahoma. Like, your best job of of showing up was maybe big noon when Ohio State came to town last year. The night game against Michigan? Night game against Michigan, but that was on ABC. Yeah, I don't even know if that was a... That was on ABC. Yeah. Um, Because it it also depends on what games are going on elsewhere around the country. Mm -hmm. But that's where these Friday night games... Nebraska's not playing Ohio State on Friday. They're, They're playing Rutgers. And you'll ever play Ohio State on a Friday. Let's hope not. But, well, don't forget, Ohio State and Minnesota played on a Thursday last year. So there's a chance. But no, like, this is an opportunity as somebody that's tied for first place in the West, right? That is is true, and that's factual, that there's an opportunity here to showcase that you guys are moving in the right direction as a program. And not just in front of Nebraska fans and to build on consistency, but also to the whole nation that hey Mickey Joseph he's got an he's got a legit opportunity to be the permanent head coach mm-hmm. because you're able to go into Piscataway New Jersey on a Friday night in October Sleepy and, and and win a game yeah it's a big opportunity in front of you the and, national audience needs something to feel good about about Nebraska because right yep. now the the most recent 
memory for national audience people who have watched Nebraska Oklahoma uh, was the Oklahoma game, and that's you know not not the greatest thing. And then no. I guess the the next national moment that you had was Northwestern. Well, and you could even argue that the Oklahoma game might even look worse now with how they played against K State and, and uh, TCU. Well, K State always matches up really well. K State always matches the up TCU well. The TCU one, that one's, one's interesting. That one's bad. I'm uh, it, it, so I mean, and they're doing the Red River rivalry this week. There, every Big Twelve so, game features a ranked opponent, except, except that, one. that one. And we we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Whoever loses that Oklahoma Texas game is going to be five hundred, and that, that that's unprecedented times. That's and wild. so. Um, at least with with Oklahoma specifically, right? We're used to Oklahoma being a, a top twenty five team, and now they're not. Uh, Texas gets Quinn Ewers back, but will it be the the Quinn Ewers and Texas team that we saw kind of show up against for that first half of Alabama Texas or the four quarters even? But the first half specifically when Quinn Ewers was in the game, or is it going to be the the Texas of old where they lost to Kansas? But now Kansas is ranked, and that's Shout where College Kansas. Game Day is at because it's TCU and Kansas this Saturday. Top 25 matchup. It's a really good Saturday of college football, and from a, as just a general football fan, be happy that Nebraska's playing on a Friday night because you get to sit and watch football all day Saturday. Ooh, it's going to be a there's good a lot of, there's, there's a lot of good games. The so, Jimbo Saban Bowl. Jimbo Saban Bowl. Which should be more of a big deal, well, what? but Texas A&M is bad. Well, do we know if Jimbo is a good coach? Yes. He won a national championship at Florida State. With Jameis Winston and Kelvin Benjamin. Well, yeah. And I th- was well, Dalvin was his, there? I believe so. That was his team. He built it. It was. He coached them. They also beat a, a, a decent... It was The Auburn team that they played was all right. It wasn't the greatest. It wasn't the greatest. Look, he won a national, he's a national championship winning coach. There's not many. I mean, like, I, think, I, think Auburn's, I think Auburn's running back in that game was Trey Mason. Trey Mason was a beast. I like Trey Mason a lot. Who was the quarterback of that year? I could not tell you. Would it have been like Nick Marshall? Maybe. That's the only one I can think about in that time frame for, for Auburn. So, anyway, let's go ahead and get to break. When we come back, so Joel Klatt kind of mentioned something about we'll, – we'll put a, we'll continue this offensive conversation regarding Nebraska. But then also Joel Klatt on his show talked about Wisconsin firing Paul Christ, and he brought up an angle to the conversation regarding the layout of the Big Ten Conference to where now programs, especially in the Big Ten, are going to have to – keep in their back of their mind when they're deciding whether or not to fire a coach. And he also talks about the Colorado opening, brings Nebraska in, ties it in with a little bit. We're going to hear both those quotes uh, coming up in the next segment, but first we'll, we'll put a bow on this offensive uh, conversation regarding Nebraska. Mark Whipple also had a great soundbite today about how he, what his demeanor is like and, and how he wants to operate on a day-to-day basis. Um, in terms of being a nice guy or being the opposite. So we'll talk about that and give a couple statistics on just Nebraska's offensive uh, play so far through their first couple games. We'll do all that and more coming up on a Tuesday on the Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.